This is the Girls of Gen Z podcast, a virtual hangout space created to inspire, encourage, and provoke positive energy for the everyday Gen Z girl like me. This podcast series was created to give my generation a space to talk and express our feelings amongst our authentic selves. So charge your phone, grab your AirPods, and after this episode, post on social media using the hashtag Girls of Gen Z. I'm your host, Lee Ariel, and welcome to the Girls of Gen Z podcast. Hey, girl, hey, welcome back to the Girls of Gen Z podcast. I'm your host, Lee Ariel, but you can call me Ari. And starting off our Missing Peace series, I have my guest MC here with me. Introduce yourself. Hey, girlies, it's Allie. Yes, and our first episode is going to be about Miss Adriana Cush. She was recently committed suicide, actually, and we're just going to be talking about exactly what led up to it and how we feel about it. She was 14 years old, and her dad basically just came out to the press about the situation and the events leading up to it. Mm -hmm. On Wednesday before 11, she was walking with her friend down the hallway, and she got hit from behind with a water bottle by a bunch of other students. And the friend did try to intervene and help what was going on. But unfortunately, somebody else was holding the friend back to the situation. We are getting all of our information from the New York Times, a trusted source. I think what's really interesting while reading the article um, was that the father mentioned in an interview how he wished that his daughter could be he, he stated that he wished other students could be as colorblind at, as his daughter, which was really interesting because I don't think we should be colorblind. I think we should obviously see color, but just be aware of a situation. I honestly feel like the term colorblind, like, I don't think that that's very accurate. I feel like no matter who you look at, you're going to see the color mm-hmm. of your skin, whether it's like on purpose or like involuntarily, but like, I just feel like that word or that phrase is we should just stop using that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if your daughter was a very inclusive young lady, leave it at that. Yeah, you could have just <laughs> said she was inclusive, like you yeah. know, she treated everybody with respect. Or she you know. could just probably tell like she wasn't a mean girl. Yeah. Like, that's I feel like saying going into like the color thing, yeah, I just kind of feel like that just shows what his mindset yeah. is as an individual. Yeah. Yeah. But personally, I wanted to talk about the the friend who tried to break it up that she was walking mm-hmm. up so <clears throat> excuse me on the article it says that she was walking down the hallway with her friend and then that's when the girl comes up and hits her with the water bottle mm-hmm. and the friend like you can even see in the video the friend is trying to like kind of break it up yeah intervene a little bit and honestly y'all shout out to that friend whoever right? that friend is right kudos to you because that's not being a bystander like you're standing you're up actually your standing up and that's really yeah. important to have a friend like that because they could have said oh let me move back and start recording because a bunch of kids were recording nobody was really doing anything minus that friend i think yeah. people should just be more like that yes. i definitely think that when it comes to bullying if you've been on my podcast for a while now some of my old episodes i would talk a lot about like not being a bystander because honestly you never know like when somebody like this young lady is being bullied that simple like you intervening mm-hmm. could have changed her whole story exactly you know unfortunately for her case it still ended in suicide mm-hmm. but you know you just never know it's yeah. always better to stand up for somebody mm-hmm. but you can 
And especially, I think, even for simple fights like that, like a lot of people just decide to record. Like, I feel like the immediate action is recording. Like, there's fights that go on in school and people just say, oh, let me pull out my phone versus, oh, is this person actually injured? Like, is this person actually getting hit? Like, we need to call the administrators. We need to call security. Like, we need to break this up because it's not right. Like, you can solve your issues with talking. It's not fair to both parties because in the end, Everybody, it's not going to be right because one's going to get hurt and the other one's going to get in trouble. Right, I agree. I just feel like bullying in general, like, I feel like I get this a lot in pageantry. It's like, how are you going to put it into bullying? Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I think that there is no clear and, like, there is no exact way to cap it because there's so many different versions of bullying. Mm -hmm. Like, you have cyberbullying, you have, like, face-to-face bullying, Mm -hmm. you have physical bullying, like, you have mental bullying. Like, it's so many different ways. And you can only stop bullying when the bully is aware that they're bullying. And usually they are because bullies are just people that were once bullied. Yeah, uh, bullies are hurt people. Hurt people hurt Hurt people. people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you've heard that quote. Hurt people hurt people. And it's just like, it's just like, you're just not expressing your emotions and your feelings in a productive, progressive way. You're just being violent. Like, you have to speak to somebody. Speak to a trusted adult, a trusted friend about what you're going through versus violence. Like, And even it goes for the person, like the victim, like mm-hmm. it's okay. Like you can, you should be able to feel comfortable enough. Mm-hmm. If it's not a parent, it mm-hmm. can be a friend. It can be your dog. As long yeah. as you're talking, expressing, exactly. expressing how you're feeling to somebody. It can be journaling. Like people's way of expression come in so many different forms mm-hmm. and it genuinely helps with their mental health. So yeah. I feel like her mental health was just too shaky. I think mm-hmm. it was because of the, like popularity of the videos like everybody saw yeah. it and it kept posting and it was viral on tiktok like and it's i mean it's hard because she did speak to administrators that she felt you know unsafe that she was scared and they weren't really doing anything right. but it's really important because that's not the situation for for everybody like it's important to tell somebody who you trust about what might go down because Usually, a lot of the times, I won't say usually, but a lot of the times, the fights are like premeditated. People are already planning this like a day before. It looks premeditated. And you can hear it. Like sometimes rumors goes around like, oh, this person is going to fight this person at lunchtime. Because the person that was recording had their phone out before she even hit her. And that's how you know it was premeditated because she had the phone out recording and the person like, bam, like it was like the video was there. Like that was so premeditated Mm -hmm. and blessed that girl's heart because she did not deserve that. That was just outrageous. And it was just like, if you, you should not be the person who, if you know about it prior, report it. If you're hearing a rumor that, oh, this person is going to beat this person up, report it. Like it's not about snitching anymore. It's about making sure that everybody is safe. Right. Because I'll be honest, Mm -hmm. if if you knew that that was going to happen and then, the, but you didn't like stand up for her mm-hmm. and then it resulted in her like yeah killing herself quite frankly if i was a person i knew about it like i would feel like i could have like i could have did something yeah like i couldn't be happy with myself after that you know that might not go for everybody because some people are actual sociopaths but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> but i feel like if there is opportunity for you to prevent something from happening something so drastic as yeah. this because people don't really 
understand the extent of bullying like bullying affects your mental health it does. period mm-hmm. period no matter how much people say oh it doesn't affect me like mm-hmm. freaking celebrities for example yeah. like they don't get directly bullied like oh this that but they do get hate comments a yeah. lot and that affects their mental health that's exactly. why they go on social media breaks or mm-hmm. just breaks from the public eye in mm-hmm. general and it just makes us i think so much worse when it's like oh you're getting bullied in person and then online as well like yes. comments you can see people are talking about you mm-hmm. like cyberbullying is just a whole other different thing yeah cyberbullying is just a whole different type of in itself because it's so easy to hide behind the screen like yeah nobody knows exactly like who you are what you look like what's mm-hmm. going on in your personal life like it's so easy so you can say anything you want and you might never get discovered on who you are right and it's just like the school can only do so much in that kind of situation yes but i feel like in this situation school the school should have did more the school 100 should have did more there was another victim that actually came out and spoke about how she too was bullied mm-hmm. and i think like the school system or what's that exact school um, yes, I think it was the same school. Yeah, she got, like, severely bullied to where, like, they beat her up to in the hallway, mm-hmm. blindsided her when she was walking to class as well, and she filed a report and did, like, all the stuff she was supposed to do, and they, like, never did anything about it. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, this happened a year prior, right. and then she, I think the family got a lawyer, and they're filing a lawsuit now, but it's like, I feel like if, I'm not trying to say if they did this, but that situation happened a year ago. They could have installed more protocols. They could have done more so that this, this a situation wouldn't happen again, but it did. And I think the issue that I have with the school is that they're calling the situation a hallway disturbance versus right. what it actually is. And they were also saying how it's not their policy to contact the police if anything happened but you know there were photos of the bruises like this was not just like right because i don't understand how is it not your like not your job to contact the police but like you're the school because i know like here in our state like we're always told that when it affects like the title nine issues Mm -hmm. like it follows as a police report and then now like police is involved automatically like i don't understand how that's not and it happens on school grounds so it is your responsibility as well so i don't understand i don't understand that too because like sometimes the police get involved over a lot simpler things like if somebody i remember at my school something happened where somebody got caught talking about somebody and a parent started involving the police like that's very and they got suspended for that. So I'm like, this person literally got beaten up, possible assault. That's what they're saying in the article. It definitely is assault. But is a water bottle a deadly weapon? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, it's it's crazy. But, like, you can't. They're just saying, oh, hallway disturbance. It's not the policy. They sent this to the nurse. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but what is a school nurse going to do? Yeah, just out of experience living anything. here. The school nurse at our school, they don't give us Advil. You can't get nothing. You can get an ice pack. You can get an ice pack. But I'm like, this girl was beaten. She needs to go to an urgent care or she just needs to be checked out. Like, you could see the photos of her face. Her face was, oh my gosh, it was a little bit crazy. But I think they just should have done more. They should have called the police. They should have informed the parent of what was going on versus just, you know, not really informing anybody. I think that's just... It's just a bad issue. 
Yeah, I just feel like the school district should have definitely addressed it more. That was like one of my main points for reading the article. And I definitely advise anybody to actually read up on the story because it's very, very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's true. Like this this stuff happens all across the country, not just the US, even though I feel like we do see it a lot here definitely. in our country. But I definitely do believe that this is a big issue. And I definitely think that that school system should have taken more advantage of it. And being that somebody, like there was another victim a year yeah. prior, mm-hmm. I don't understand why they didn't immediately squish that. Because it's very clear in this video who those kids are. Yeah. The people that are recording know no, who exactly. Like every, somebody, they know. They know. Because she said it was a persistent thing. Like it was something that was yeah. always happening. Mm-hmm. So you know who they are. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just trying to downplay it. And I just feel like that is just, it's just such a horrible situation. Yeah. And they're not making, I'm pretty sure they're not making comments. They're not um, giving any uh, statements to articles. Um, and then a bunch of parents are now coming forward and being like, you know, my child is scared. Like they don't want to go to school. Like my child is being bullied too and nothing's mm-hmm. going on. Like I think it's great that a bunch of parents are coming forward about how their children are going through this but the school needs to do better period yeah i think they need to do better and i just feel like it was an accumulation of so many different things that i just wish that it was just stopped sooner i feel like if they would have paid more attention when she first talked to the school about it Mm -hmm. when she first went to the school administration about it i feel like it could have been solved so much faster and then even then if they said well we don't have enough evidence Mm-hmm. well the girl got beat up in the hallway what more evidence exactly. do you need after that yeah. like I don't really understand why they're still mm-hmm. saying what they're saying in the media like that makes absolutely no sense to me and then the question that is like okay but what if the video what if by chance what if there was never a video like what if the video didn't get posted it got like kept like how would they deal with that would they just you know brush it off or whatever or are they like you know? I feel like you should be taking this a lot more seriously. Now having people from a bunch of different states looking into the school, like right, like this, this has been on national news. So right? I feel like at this point, if you don't understand the extent of the situation as a school district, then clearly something is mm-hmm. not right. Like y'all are obviously condoning this kind of behavior, mm-hmm. and I'm actually concerned as to where are these students right now, right? Because they should not be in school. They should not have the ability to go to a school. Exactly. Uh, not well at least not this school ever again right because clearly they don't have they they shouldn't even have the privilege to go to school if yeah. you cannot just be nice right like and supposedly i think the superintendent resigned but i'm just like come on y'all why are we fighting like please give me an actual good reason to beat somebody up this bad because i i don't see it like you can be mad but like just pick a better yeah did they ever explain like why were they like why the specifics of like why they were bullying her or anything like that not really there was just a bunch of speculations and things like that nothing that's what i'm saying like i feel like they never have a like bullies never have an exact reason for why they do what they do right i feel like it's largely just insecurities Mm -hmm. that's just so sad to me i think it's so sad um but yeah, y'all, so this is what we decided we we're going to talk about this week because we're both in high school mm-hmm. and we just feel like this is just such a prominent issue in high school, yeah. bullying and mental health as well. So, I mean, we're going to go into a little bit more into depth about mental health. Mm-hmm. I know that like 
after that, I just feel like, I mean, throughout that whole time, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine different kinds of mental health issues she right. showed. It could have been anxiety, mm-hmm. depression. I it mean, could have been a mix of both. I mean, yeah, it really could have been anything. I think it's just also, again, going back to the school, like, I feel like in the beginning of the year, you get that talk in the assembly about bullying and being nice to everybody. And, you know, like, you're going to get in trouble and stuff like that. But I'm like, how are you going to, I don't even know if that school did that whole assembly but even if they did then you're going totally against what you're you know saying how the school is a safe place school should be a safe place and recently i mean not even recently in the past couple of years school has not been safe for a bunch of different reasons but i think just making sure that you know you feel comfortable coming to school and you're not scared like i don't want to come to school and be scared that i'm gonna get beat up nobody wants to do that and honestly this was in New Jersey, guys, and I don't know. I just feel like they're trying to sweep it underneath the rug. Yeah. And this just cannot – this has to be talked about. It yeah. has to be talked about. And parents, you should also be having a conversation with your teenagers. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to check in with their teens. Like, exactly. I can remember – I think I read a part of the article where she was saying that she was talking to her dad about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, if your child is coming to you – be happy you have a child that's willing to exactly. talk to you. Because there are a lot of kids who want to keep everything in. And yes. They don't and when they do, listen to them. Mm-hmm. Listen to them. Believe them. And do everything in your power to prevent something like this happening. Because no parents should feel like this. No child should be literally gone because of bullying. Right. Because somebody else is insecure and somebody else doesn't feel comfortable in their own yeah. skin. And then, you know, take it a step further and, you know, really try to figure out what's, you know, going on and then talk to the school about it because, yeah. you know, it's unfortunately, right, it's just not enough to be like, okay, I understand. Like, if it's serious, you need to contact the school, talk to the principal, talk to whoever. Yeah, and, and if it's like this, like, physical altercations like this, I mean, get a lawyer, right? Like, At that point. I would press charges because that's assault. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's assault. Yes. It's assault. And, yes, I think they did three charges of assault, and I can't remember the last one. It was wasn't as intense. But yeah, and I definitely think like if you have a child who is dealing with bullying and it's to the point where like they no longer feel like themselves, mm-hmm. I definitely think like therapy for children is not bad at it's all. It's not guys. bad. Even like you teens listening, like therapy Therapy's lazy. Yeah, therapy's cool. I'm not gonna lie. I love therapy. I have a therapist. I have I a therapist too. Cool. Therapy is cool. I think it's really good to have yes. a therapist. I mean, not everybody needs it, yeah. but it's definitely a great way to, you know, express your feelings and learn how to deal with those feelings and learn how to possibly not prevent them, but learn how to productively, you know, get past it. Because you don't want to, yeah. you know, you learn different coping t- techniques if you're going through something. And yeah, and if you just need somebody to talk to mm-hmm. outside of like your parents, because sometimes parents are just not going to understand. Yeah. Because they were teenagers a long time ago and their view on the world is definitely a little bit more developed than us. Yeah. So they're not going to really exactly understand where we're coming from all the time. Mm-hmm. But having a therapist allows you to talk to somebody about those things and they can give you the type of feedback that you might want to hear or what you need to hear. Yeah. It might not always be what you want to hear, but yeah, it might be what What you you need need to hear. And that's really important to get, you know, an honest truth. It's also important, obviously, to talk to your friends about things, but also know the limits to. Yes, because everybody's not your friend. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly, everybody is not your friend. And those people that you consider your friend sometimes can be your biggest 
haters. Yeah. And, and you definitely need to be careful with what information you're telling certain people because some people just like to talk and talk and talk to other people about your business. I think it's also just important to not, you know, totally dump on somebody because mm-hmm. that can really affect somebody else's mental health. Yeah, because I think, like, what do they say? Trauma dumping. Mm-hmm. Trauma dumping is, like, if you have a friend where y'all constantly come together and convene about different things regarding your mental health, like, that's fine. Like, you should go to that friend. But when you have, like, a friend that you normally just talk to about, like, little little short yeah. conversations, like, don't trauma dump on them. Like, yeah. if, if you're having a really bad day and they ask you, you can give them, like, little snippets yeah. of what's going on. But... I don't really condone trauma dumping. Yeah. I think that can be like it's very, a lot. Yeah. And I think you just have to like really know the difference between speaking about how, you know, what you're going through versus a whole dump. Because it's not, you know, like, yeah, you're expressing your feelings, but it's also not fair to the person who's listening and taking all that in. Because that might affect their mental health. Like you're telling them all this information and it's like, oh, well, you know, and it also it might not create the most healthy friendship or relationship yeah, because then you're saying, okay, then they might come to you and be like, oh, well, my my problems aren't as significant as yours. And right. that isn't fair because everybody has different problems. Like, we're not all the same. And I think it's important to validate everybody's feelings and everybody's issues no matter what they are. Yeah, and I definitely feel like sometimes you have situations where there's just friends that don't want to be around people who struggle a lot or like struggle with mental health because they really just don't understand it and like even if like if you tell them like a little snippet of what's going on inside your personal life like their reaction will be like more than what you like less than what you expected excuse mm-hmm. me so you're like wait do you care do you not care yeah. and then like then i just feel like you know save it for your friends that you know are there for you friends that you know you can open up to about or simply just save it for your therapist yeah. your parent you know, it's just really important to have a good friendship and also yeah. relationship because, like, you can't be having a relationship where you're always there for a person, but they're not giving that same energy back to you. Yes. And, like, of course, a friendship can never, it's not always going to be 50 50, mm-hmm. but, like, it shouldn't get to the point where it's like 90 10. <laughs> like, where I'm, where I'm constantly, where somebody's constantly giving me all of this and then I'm helping them, but when I need help, they're not there nowhere to be seen. There's not like any reciprocation. So I'm like, you would need to make sure that there's a balance because obviously, like sometimes you're gonna need more from a friend because you're struggling a little bit more. Yeah, and your friend should be able to understand that and your friend should be able to give you that when you need it. Yeah. But like some friends are some you have people in this world that can be like emotionally draining for you mm-hmm. because like they have a lot going on in their life. Yeah. And that's nothing wrong with them because mm-hmm. people we all live a different story. Right. So, but if that's not the kind of energy you need around you, that's fine. And it's okay to respectfully yeah. leave the friendship. And like, you, you, can, don't have to, you don't have to get, you don't have to get messy with right? it. Right, you don't. You yeah. can just, like, and I feel like you can love a person so much, but, like, every single time you're around them, you feel mentally and emotionally drained. And you also have to realize that. Like, realize, oh, I'm, like, kind of down. Oh, I'm tired. Yeah, and then it's okay to, like, care for somebody from a distance. I feel like that also needs to be more projected in culture is mm-hmm. that, like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to be best friends to everybody. You don't have to be best friends. But, like, it's not really – don't be – just don't cut them off completely. Like, you got to ease into it or something. Or just, like, let them know how you're feeling. It's always good to be honest with your friends. Yeah. And then, like, if you're able to work up from that point, mm-hmm. then that's fine. But, like, if you guys just cannot – 
get over this little bad patch, then it's, it's time to say bye. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but then, like, you also have people who, like, just don't feel comfortable with talking to therapists. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you rather keep it to yourself, I definitely think that you should still express it, no matter if yeah. that's, like, a journaling. Journaling is such a good a way hobby. to express your... Exactly. And I think making sure you're doing something for your mental health, like, especially with, you know... High schoolers, we're always, we're doing homework all the time. We have after school mm-hmm. activities, like, but it's really important for you to prioritize your mental health and your time yourself. Go on a walk, go yeah. on a bike ride, swim. I mean, it's a little bit cold now, but. Yeah, or enjoy a TV show. Like, watch a TV indulge show. Indulge in teenage things. I yeah. feel like a lot now in society, like, we have such high standards for ourselves sometimes, yeah. whether Generation X <laughs> sees it or not. Gen Z does have some inspiration and some hopes for ourselves. And I think sometimes we get so driven by that yeah. that we kind of lose focus on our self-care. So I definitely say hashtag healing girl journey because right. and I we, think should all, we all deserve peace in life. Right? We all deserve to feel at peace in our lives. And sometimes you have to back away. Have to back away from the bullying. You have mm-hmm. to back away from the toxic friends. You yeah. have to back away from the like unstable mental health. Like you have yeah. to find peace. Yeah, you gotta at least find some balance because of course sometimes are gonna be harder than others. But I think just finding a balance with trying to maintain your school life, your family life, you know, your friends and your personal because yeah. things can get overwhelming. School can get overwhelming. I mean. Sometimes we're working, we're doing school seven days a week when we should only be doing it five because we have a ton of homework. Right. Like weekends should be for mental health and weekends should be fun. Like weekends when we were younger. Yeah, like fun. in the middle, like elementary school, when you were like getting no work on the weekend. Like right? weekends were actually weekends. Weekends like were actually now, weekends. Like now I'm doing homework on right? the weekend. It's like it's I'm just, in school. It's just a little bit too much. And I think like. I'm not trying to get on schools, but we got to reduce the homework a little bit more mm-hmm. because we should not be doing homework till midnight. We should not be, yeah. I should not be, you know, hearing about some people staying up till 3 a.m. doing homework. That is just not. Yeah, so definitely prioritize yourself, guys. Like, mm-hmm. if you need a weekend, it's okay. That work. Just, just take them five points. <laughs> right? Take, take those five it'll points get, off. It's, it's about it'll get done. Yeah. But if you really need that. If you really need it, take it. I I definitely believe in that. Like, I definitely had some weekends where I'm just like, I need some time to right? I need to decompress. There's been a lot going on. No matter if it's just, like, pageant stuff, mm-hmm. school stuff. It doesn't matter. Like, everything can all get a little too much. It can become overwhelming and everybody deserves a break. Everybody deserves a break of fresh air. Right? It's important just to take a day. Take a mental health day. Like, I feel like mental health days need to be, I guess, not, I'm not going to say a little bit more common, but they just need to be accepted a little bit more because you could be so overwhelmed and so exhausted that it's like, you don't have any more to give. Right. And it's really important just to say, you know what? I need to prioritize myself today. I don't need to be doing no homework. I don't need to be doing no schoolwork. I don't need to be doing nothing. I need to do something that I enjoy. You know, right. take a second. But how do you feel about the students that have protested for Adrian? I think it's really important that students are getting involved. I just hope that the students who were recording are not hiding behind the students who are actually doing actually, no work exactly. to fight for justice. That's my thing. I don't, I don't really like people doing the like you know they do one thing and they're like oh you know never mind never mind never mind never mind that was your original you were recording you were a part of it you were a bystander you were letting it happen 
Right. So and some of them even were in the like cleaning, even within the act of doing it. Right. So don't stand up there and wave the signs of justice for Adriana yeah. when honestly you were the reason why we need this justice right now. so I definitely believe that the protests are such a great thing like you're opening up you're creating noise so that they can hear you you're there hearing your voice because obviously they, they didn't hear Adriana exactly but I definitely don't believe in the students who might be hiding behind these people who are taking the initiative to make sure that her story is known mm-hmm. and honestly I I feel like 14 is just such like I am 15 mm-hmm. and 14 like when I was 14 that like I don't know that <laughs> but last year when I was 14 years old <laughs> to be able to think that that will be my last year right of life is is crazy I feel like 14 is just that's outrageous yeah because like, I mean 14 what is middle school freshman year high freshman school? Freshman, I was a freshman freshman middle school like when I was 14 it was cold. I mean, it was really heavy COVID, but I mean, I'm only 17 now, so it isn't like that crazy, but I was definitely, that's, that's, it's honestly very sad. Like you have so much, I feel like I've done so much in like the past three mm-hmm. years. Um, and like just not being able to do any of that, like she had so much more to give. Yeah. Like you have a whole life ahead of you and it was coached for because somebody just, wanted to kill that light in you they mm-hmm. wanted you to feel like you were nothing yeah. and literally make you feel it <laughs> yeah and it's just honestly it's really sad but it is it's important for people to really reach out yeah i think i think there's always a lesson to be learned within everything and i feel like this lesson is that children's voices should not go unheard right, right? when they come to you about an issue it's real it's true and you should listen to them and especially in her case, she went to admin and they were ignored. Even the girl that had the issue a year before her, mm-hmm. it was ignored. And nobody deserves to feel like their opinion is not heard. Mm-hmm. Nobody deserves to feel like their voice is not heard. So I say, listen to the teams. Like I said, listen to them, understand them. Mm-hmm. And it's not always just, oh, it was just a bad day for you at school. No, no, take it more seriously. It's very important to really listen to your kids and under, even if you don't understand what they're going through be supportive yeah try to help them yeah have some sympathy some Mm -hmm. empathy you know yeah understand yeah and if you are struggling with mental health and you need to talk to somebody and you don't have a therapist there is a suicide and crisis hotline and it's 988 um you can chat they have a website you can call them um it's just very important to reach out to somebody but thank you guys for tuning into our podcast we'll see you on the next episode of missing peace I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Follow and let me know if a topic you would like me to talk about next time. Continue to be a Gen Z girl, gorgeously exuberant, notable, and zestful. And remember, keep your head held high. I'll see you next time.